Welcome, everybody, back to the podcast, Live, Love, Discover with Dan and Sig, where we strive to live to the fullest, live unconditionally, and discover the best of your life. We want to thank everybody that's been listening to the podcast and supporting. Today, we want to spend a special, send a special shout out to Nancy Gardia. Yes, Nancy, back from high school. I want to say thank you to you. I'm going to read her comment really quick. She said, just wanted to let you guys know I've been listening to the podcast. I love it. I look forward to it every week. Now you guys have such great chemistry and balance in your conversations. Keep up the amazing work. Yes, thank you so much. That's fresh out the oven too. She sent that right before we started recording. I know that was awesome. Yeah, very encouraging. I needed that today, so yeah. that was really good. Great, awesome. So today we're going to be talking about health and body image, uh, and we're going to take a holistic approach. Uh, we're going to be talking spirit, soul, and body. So we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in this body. And I want to read off of the uh, first Thessalonians. It says, now may God, the God of peace, make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless. So we're going to touch on a few points. We're going to start talking about the body to begin with. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said, the more I like me, the less I want to pretend to be other people. That's good. I like uh, that. Yeah. And especially. I think we definitely have to start liking ourselves first. Yeah. Like, yeah, we do because. Uh, we tend to compare ourselves to other people. Yeah. Um, I, I, for one, though, like I never really did that. Um, I haven't really I never really got into a place where I wanted to get like a ripped body, six pack abs. I have been more on the on the getting conditioned and she's like pinching my belly right now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but um, as he's speaking, <laughs> but I I do. I do think I could improve in that area. But I never really been too self-conscious on that. But um, I've heard I've seen people where like they have clip out body images and post it on the wall and like motivation to motivate themselves. You know, that's how I want my body to look. Never really had that for myself. How, how about you? How, how do you feel in this area? Yeah, I never did that either. Um, I mean, let's be real right now. I'm not the healthiest I can be. I won't say that I am. I actually fell off the wagon a while back. I think uh, from the time we moved from California, it's been kind of hard to get back into working out than some like just emotional roller coasters and stuff like that. That's happened. That's kept me kind of from, I think, jumping back in. And I'm enjoying food right now. I have a very deep love for food right now, which I think I've always had. So I've always been pretty thick, but I feel like right now I'm definitely a little bit more thick than I usually am. But I'm just rolling with it. I'm like, it's OK. I'm going to get healthy eventually. <laughs> <laughs> is there, have you ever felt self-conscious about your body? Oh, I mean, obviously, I think any girl can testify. Like, I think we all get self-conscious and there's always parts of our bodies that we're like, oh, I don't really like this part or that part. But I think it just comes. I've come to the point now where it's like, I don't even mind right now that I'm thinking not that I'm saying, oh, it's OK to conform. But it's like, I'm not also going to like judge myself so harshly and be like, oh my God, I'm just so fat. Yeah. And like, I, I don't look like this person or like, I you know what I remember mean? you kind of brought up this chart of different body types. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, there was one time I did like. <laughs> like this, this is like, a pear shape. This is a <laughs> triangle shape. 
<laughs> that yeah i mean there was a moment in time where i was like really healthy hitting the gym i was eating very very healthy and i lost a good amount of weight and i felt really good about myself i mean obviously and i think what i liked the most was the the health benefits it wasn't i mean as much as i liked obviously that i fit into my jeans a lot better or you know certain clothes better and felt good about how i looked it was more about i actually felt more energy and um i just felt like my mind was like in a more yeah, positive yeah i love that i don't lot. know i felt like i had a more positive outlook so i think that's what i miss when i think about being healthy again it's not even so much like the physical because i feel like you love me no matter what so it's like you know <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah it's crazy because actually talking about um body image and stuff like that i was looking up um some on an article i saw this on an article um it was talking about how women ages 35 to 65 deal with body image the same as a teenage girl and to me that was shocking because i was just like wow like if anything i feel like now that i've gotten older i've gotten more confident in my body and sexier <laughs> but like it i feel like i've gotten more confident with my body and stuff so it's crazy to me to think that like at 35 to 65 i can hit that kind of thing and it's kind of like no like i don't want to i don't want to get in that mentality of feeling like you know what i mean it's kind of sad when you think about it it's like at 35 to 65 i think i would think you would be more confident and no longer feel like you have to compare yourself or like um have these maybe even unrealistic body image uh goals and so when i read that i was really shocked i was like wow where do you think that comes from i don't know i i really don't know um i don't know i think some i think part of it can be because we start getting older and we start feeling like our body obviously our bodies change as we get older and i think we start, start having these expectations of like oh wait my body can look like this and i think it has a lot to do maybe it has a lot to do with uh the fact that like now like in i mean all you ever see all over like celebrities and all these things they're getting all kinds of surgeries and stuff like that and it's like on another level nowadays yeah i don't know if it's that it might be that because i think they i mean realistically we watch tv we watch movies and we're influenced by what we see what what our eyes are watching and what our eyes are fixed on so i think in a way it could be that as well like it could be like that whole sense of like oh wait like at 60 something like i'm still young i should still look young i should still you know what i mean and it's like it's okay to embrace the body changes as well i mean it's okay to want to be healthy but do it for the right reasons not so much because of like 19 year old girl thinks about her body like oh i want it to look like this it's not really because of the health benefits i feel like you know and so um, i mean there's nothing wrong with wanting to, no, to look a certain way no of course but i mean I like i said I, like i said you can take it to an extreme yeah like i feel confident in my body now but do i feel better of course when when i don't have i mean when i haven't packed on the extra little pounds i have now like of course i feel better and i i feel like i look better you know but at the same time, if that's going to be our main objective, then I think there's an issue because I think if we want to look good physically, it should come. The first thing we should be focused on is the health benefits, how we are, you know, our mindsets are more positive. Um, it's just really good for our body, our inner body more than, you know, how we look like on the outside. Um, I, think it, I think also it could be like an issue of like not knowing your worth, your value. Yeah. You know, the uh, Psalms uh, 139.14 says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, every aspect of our being. Yeah. Being made. Yeah. In this, uh, as a wonderful creation. Yeah. And if we start comparing our 
our body, our how our body was created. Even me, like myself, not necessarily the body, but my mind. Like I, I could get in a place where I envy the way other people are just smarter than me or just see the world, and I and that kind of could cause me. It has caused me to like feel low about myself. You know. Yeah, I think it's definitely comparison, but I think it's also. Um, what causes you to value yourself? Is it your physical appearance? Is that how you see, is your value based on your physical appearance? You know what I mean? And um, it's crazy because it was like in the article too, it said that 71% of these women that are ages 35 to 65 are trying to lose weight. 79 felt that, 79% felt that their weight or shape played the most important role on how they uh, valued themselves and that's what i'm talking about like if your value comes from your physical appearance i mean we have a problem because i believe it's the inner beauty that shines brightest you know on the outside and so even when we're trying to be healthy uh, it's first the inner parts of our body they start feeling the benefits before you see the outside yeah, like, true, you start there's, better. there's some beautiful people out there that are just ugly because of their personality their attitude and <laughs> it's sad to say yeah but. Yeah, and so it's just like you can look good on the outside, but if the inside of your if your attitude, if people don't like being around you, like what good is all that, right? Yeah, and um, well, when I was reading this article, it was talking about how self affirmations are actually more important than we think they are. It said that self affirmations play a powerful role in building an identity for ourselves. Um, so to think of ourselves as having a relationship with our body. So the same way that um, we would have a relationship with a friend or with our spouse and we would speak words of life, wor words of encouragement, words of love to speak to our body in that way and speak of our body in that way. Because when we speak uh, negative things about our body and all the things that we don't like, we are actually going ahead and tearing ourselves down. And that's the reason why then you don't, you no longer value yourself. So the more you practice self-affirmations, and speak to your body and of your body uh, in great ways and ways of love and kindness, you're going to start seeing that even in the mirror. When So it's a psychological thing. It was crazy when I was reading this article. I was like, wow, that's you always hear that words have power. Yeah. But like when it's psychologically proven, like, you know, what I mean, they ha there's articles written about this and they have proof of this, how it affects us psychologically, how we speak about ourselves. It's I mean, to me, it was like, wow. Yeah. And to not just about body image, but just overall your mindset. Like, like yeah. how many times do we say, "Oh man, I'm just stupid," or "I'm just slow like that," or "I'm dumb"? Like, yeah, you kind of just putting those negative words and ingraining them into into your being, yeah. and that's not really who we are. No, mm -hmm. we just, you know, it, we get stuck in this pattern of thinking that we are this or we are that. And um, we have to, when you're saying words of affirmation, we use those as a way to rewire our thinking. Yeah. And I think words of affirmation means accepting where you are at now and celebrating the fact that you are not where you were at before or celebrating where you are in that season of life. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to stay stuck there. So let's say, for example, for me, I'm going to give myself as an example. Um, I am not the healthiest right now. I have not worked out in a good while in a minute <laughs> <laughs> i've not been eating healthy okay um True. but i'm also not gonna go ahead and put myself down i'm gonna speak words of affirmation over myself and say you know what you're still beautiful you know god made you beautiful and it is because of who you are on the inside 
um, that people see you beautiful more than your physical appearance. But um, I, I, I thought this scripture was really good. Um, I have a scripture here. It's First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. And I thought this was really good because I feel like self-affirmations doesn't mean you have to stay stuck. It still means there could be progress. You know what I mean? You, you could still progress. And so um, this scripture I thought was really good. It says, do not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom have whom have whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So that scripture to me tells me I can be doing better, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I failed and I have yeah. not you know yeah i could do and, better and like <laughs> i like how that speaks to like the our body being a temple yeah and taking care of it because you do got to be mindful yeah like body image like the way your body looks and how you would like it to look is one thing yeah but just like you mentioned earlier it's like your health like you're you're able to operate like i know when we get into uh the working out season yeah like you could tell the difference in your your mind your attitude oh, your yeah. energy and um, I have a lot more energy for my kids and stuff. So that's the part where I know I'm lacking because yeah. when I think about that, I'm like, yeah, I have. So I, I got to get back on this, too. Yeah. And so but like you could tell the difference. Um, like when you eat when I eat certain foods, like I like fried chicken. I like food that's <laughs> not the healthiest. And like especially now getting close to my 30s uh, next year, I'll be 30. And like now I can feel the difference big time. Oh, my God. You're telling me. Mm. Yeah, I can Ooh. feel like when you eat certain types of food, like I can feel it, you know? Yeah, I've, I've had some issues. Uh, I It's crazy because you hear how your body changes as you get older, but I'm really experiencing it. Like now I can't have like too much sugar too late at night or heavy meals late at night because I'll pay for it. Like my stomach will hurt so bad to the point where I can't sleep and I have to be sitting up just because I get sharp pains in my belly. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like this never happened before. And why is this happening now? And I'm like, is my body falling apart? But I'm like, no, it's just I'm eating unhealthy and really late and I'm yeah, getting older. For sure. And so I definitely encourage everyone listening um, to start looking at how you're eating and question, like, is this really something in the long run that's going to help me and my body? Or is it something that's kind of breaking me down? Yeah. You know, and we we're we're slowly making progress. We're nowhere near where we should be. No. But we're slowly <laughs> making progress. We've had seasons where we've done fasts. And mm. so we, we, we stay away from certain type of foods and yeah. anything that's been processed, anything that it has any kind of chemical and anything that you, that, that is not natural. Yeah. We'll just stay away from it. And, and, uh, earlier, was it this year we did the, the fast, the two week fast? Yeah. So we did a two week fast, a 21 day, actually. 21 day. 21 day fast. It's like a vegan, pretty much. It's yeah. Vegan. It's called a Daniel fast. Yeah. And so like nothing but like greens and and no meat right mm -mm. yeah nope. so we have residual um uh patterns that we we came out with which is like we ended up giving a, uh, giving away sugar like we got rid of sugar yeah. completely and replaced it with natural honey yeah what else we got rid of regular milk and we regular milk we, we know. do almond milk yeah now. the kids that took a while for the kids but I mean, if you set your mind to it, I was just like, nope, this is the only milk we got, guys. And yeah. now they love it. They love almond milk. And it's even unsweetened. It's not even the sweet. I wouldn't one. say I love it, but I don't mind it. You I know, actually like, I actually really like it now. Yeah, it's it really we really had we, we had to retrain our palate. Yeah. You know, cuz a lot of the stuff we we were eating now like had less salt, no sugar, 
And when you really taste, you taste the food for what it, for what it is, you do appreciate, yeah. you know, it's not like right away on the first bite. But then when I was kind of forced to appreciate the new flavors, like the natural flavors. Yeah, like sweet potato was something I had never really eaten a lot of growing up. And now it's like I actually really enjoy it. And the kids, the kids really enjoy sweet potato and asparagus. So I started adding more veggies to our meals and stuff. So, I mean, like I said, we could definitely improve. Well, obviously not health gurus here, but yeah. <laughs> my buddy, Jerry Rube, man, he's been coaching us a lot through this. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's the one who introduced me to the health benefits of uh, the sweet potato. So definitely look into that. Sweet potatoes are definitely good for you. Um, and uh, any, any other changes we've made? Like as far as um, what type, we don't buy sodas anymore. I mean, oh no, we never really rarely. Did, like I think this year only been like twice. Yeah, we never really did buy a lot of soda, but I mean, we would get it once in a while. Now it's like very, yeah. very rare. Yeah. So no kind what, of juices either. Before we used to get like different kind of juice for the kids and stuff. Now it's just like orange juice. Even orange juice when we get it, it's yeah. there for like weeks. Yeah, like we, we try don't drink not. it that, mm-hmm. that often. But with that being said. Like, I think the best way to prevent you from eating unhealthy is at the grocery store. Yeah. Like, once you're at the grocery store, like, don't even buy it because you will eat it. Yes. Mm -hmm. We've done that, too, a lot of times. Like, oh, (laughs) we'll just get this. We won't eat it all at once. But we end up eating it. We binge eat it. (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) Did you tell everybody about how you got sick with the potato chips? Oh, oh, this is a funny story. Oh, God. So we're eating jalapeno chips. Oh, my gosh. I have a new love for jalapeno chips. And so we're eating them. And uh, Daniel said, you should stop eating them. Secret. We're watching a movie. He's like, you should stop eating them. Um, Leave some for tomorrow. And then I was like, oh, they're just too good. And I kept eating them. And he's like, all right. I don't want to hear you complaining later on. Uh, He's like, when you say that you feel unhealthy and stuff. And I was like. Oh, because he said that i don't know why it really irritated me and i was like whatever i kept eating them to the point where i pretty much finished whatever was left in the bag (laughs) and then sure enough like the rest of the night i could not sleep i i was feeling sharp pains in my belly and everything to the point where i ended up throwing up and i I was like oh man like he was right but it was all because i was trying to prove a point and i was just upset because he he made a a rude comment, which I will actually not share because it was, it was, it's oh, pretty rude. And most women would be like, oh, that's go ahead, go mean. Ahead. What would I say? I forgot. Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Are you sure you want me to say? He said, all right, those are your love handles, not mine. <laughs> that's what he said to that's me. Right. Yeah, so yeah. when he said that, it, oh man, it fired me up. I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to finish this bag. But then the stupid one was me because I ended up paying the price for it. Because yeah. then I was throwing up and he was just staring at me like, what just happened? I was like, oh, be quiet. Don't even look at me right now. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. So that's like, just real right there, guys. Yeah, I mean, we gotta, you, you I know, love him, but we got to just definitely like for <laughs> sure, like just think be more conscious be more health conscious um and so it's a journey it's not easy it's not an overnight thing but it just it's one decision at a time you know yeah it's a process for sure so i want to get into the soul things and when i say the soul i'm referring to the conscious and subconscious mind where all the thinking the reasoning happens where your beliefs your attitude your your emotions memories um, 
all, all, the, all, all this is involved in, in pretty much the soul aspect of our humanity. Uh, this quote is really good by uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Can't really pronounce it, <laughs> but it says it's really good. She says, uh, "You can't eat beauty; it doesn't sustain you. What is fundamentally beautiful is compassion for yourselves and for those around you. The kind of beauty inflames the heart and enchants the soul." That's good. Yeah. So, as far as the soul goes, uh, anything that that you would say to that? Like what? What do you mean? Um. I'd say for me, like, I think I'm on that journey of really understanding who I am, you know, in the deepest part of myself. Um, recently, we've been reading the, the book that Rachel. Oh, Edwards, you mean like talking about ourselves? Oh. Yeah. Rachel uh, referred, uh, she gave you a book. Yes. Uh, the Road, Road, back, back, to- Road Back to You. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It is really good. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Again. Rachel. I appreciate that. Cause, <laughs> yes. Uh, you gave it to my wife that I benefit from it, too. Um, it's really good. And it just talks about your different personality types. Yes. Um, your different personality types. And I was struggling to find, like, the true me. Because one thing I've that's happened with me, I've acquired a lot of different personality traits along the way. And I've been um, intentional about that. Like I wanted to grow as a person and I didn't, and it's still like, I don't want to limit myself to just one characteristic. And so I said, I'm going to learn to be like, like this. I'm going to be, I'll learn to be like that. Cause I just cringe at the idea to think, oh, that's just the way I am. Um, because I think we, we overuse that in a way where we've limit our growth. Yeah. When we say, when, I used to be really shy and for years I would say, Oh, that's just the way I am. Yeah. I used to be really shy too. Yeah. I could not, I didn't like talking to people. I didn't like uh, social places, but like eventually I said, you know, forget that. Like, I, I don't want to be like that. I want to grow out of that. And I just jumped, jumped out of the ship and, and just started yeah. swimming. Same here. You know, I just, <laughs> just started talking to people and just like, like even to this day, like sometimes I'll feel so uncomfortable I'll just start breaking down in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like you look away for one second and then you look back and Daniel's like dripping sweat. His shirt's like pouring in sweat. You're just like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And I get like severe anxiety and stuff like it's that. It's crazy. Um, um, so I just have to kind of fight it. I have to fight it. So like, but I've grown. I've grown a lot of, in, a lot, in a lot of areas, but I was, I really wanted to get back to who my, my true me Mm-hmm. And as I was reading this book, uh, there was a couple of the personality traits that I was leaning towards. I said, oh, yeah, that's just like me. But the one that I was trying to, you know, subconsciously run away from mm-hmm. was the romantic, you know, and um, basically romantic, um, I'm more on the <laughs> sensitive side. And uh, you just try to hide it. Yeah, try to hide it. I suppressed it. And through my childhood, like I think once my grandma died. I think that's really uh, mm. one thing that affected me. Yeah. And um, I just cry a lot. As a kid, I would just cry or like I'm really sensitive. Mm. And um, I got I got to the point, I think maybe middle school, high school. I said, like, forget that. I don't I don't want to be that. <laughs> <laughs> forget like, the sensitive stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, forget it. And so I suppressed that side of me for years. Like now, like the consequences of that as an adult, like now, like I want to be able to cry more, you know, yeah. like I rarely like cry. get in touch with your emotions. I want to get in touch with my emotions now. Like yeah. I want to have that level of sensitivity that I had as a child because it's it's special. Like it's it's a beautiful thing. And for years, I didn't appreciate it. And like I killed it, you know. Yeah. And I think God wants to revive that side of me. That's the journey I'm on right now. That's I think, I think since reading <laughs> this book, that's just like, um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> what? You just sounded really funny. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> you're very insensitive. You're very. Insensitive. I'm so sorry. But anyway, I yeah. can be sometimes, but just, um, I, I want to grow in this area. I want to be more sensitive. Like, mm-hmm. are there any areas in your life, like any any personality personality traits, or anything in your life you've suppressed? Mm. I think for me, back then, I I don't know about now. I feel like I'm I'm really starting to be more vocal now. Mm-hmm. But back then, it would be like, well, when we first got married, it would be like I would be mad, but I would hide it. Or like dumb things like that. Like I wouldn't express my anger. I would just mm. suppress it and like yeah. bottle it all up. And then I would blow up. And I mean, I still from from time to time I get like that where I just kind of like, nope, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Blah blah. blah. And then I, out of nowhere, I just like outburst, and I'm just like, ah, like crying or upset. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's one of the things that I feel like I would like to work on. Um, but for me, I'm more of a. Like I, I get anxiety when I feel overwhelmed, mm. when there, I have too much on my plate. Like yeah. I just shut down. So that's something that I'm like, God, help me, help me, God. Cause I mean, life gets hard and you get things thrown at you and yeah. you will get overwhelmed and you have to learn to work through that and not shut down and not like check out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think one of the, that's when like I checking out, checking often, out, yeah. checking out often and like, um, you know, denying my my humanity my emotions and stuff like that i think well i think we've talked about this before like how that actually has affected my memory yeah it has like me suppressing a lot of stuff has affected my memory a lot of stuff that i don't remember that i have to really try hard to remember but also just simple things like i would watch a movie at the end of the movie like what was that movie about (laughs) you know i got like i envy people who can remember lines and stuff like that but just having a hard time remembering my brother's really good at that he'll quote like every line from a movie he's so good at that yeah envy that (laughs) (laughs) so it's like just simple things remembering simple things you know It, it it just affected my memory so much and so that's another thing that i look i'm looking forward to improve improving you know just getting in touch with my true self getting in touch with with all these aspects and i know i know that all this other stuff is gonna uh, improve along the way yeah you know so um in order to get to that place i had to stop being in denial yeah you know just say like okay this is you're romantic babe yeah this is embrace it yeah how do i embrace this <laughs> and, and create a whole balance uh so where i'm not also i'm not crying all the time like <laughs> when it's like and making the situation awkward you know just having a good balance funny. but i just want to be in that place where like i'm growing yeah in in, in, that, in that area it's funny because i even ask him like daniel do you think you're gonna cry when you give aliana away when she gets married he's like nah i'm like what like to me i feel like that's a moment where a dad usually yeah. cries like i felt bad that i didn't cry when my kids were born i know like 
I felt bad. I was like, am I a horrible <laughs> father? I was like, dang, this guy has no emotions. I walked down the aisle, no tears. <laughs> I was like Jeez. expecting some emotion. No, I'm just kidding. Um, when we got married, no, he was smiling. He had like the biggest oh, smile ever. Oh, definitely was happy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But he didn't cry. But didn't reach that, like, that level. Can you cry for me? No, I was kidding. <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting tears. I think I expected tears when the kids were born. And I was shocked. I was just like, I thought really that you were going to go ahead and cry when Nathan was born because you wanted a boy. And so I was like, oh, he's going to cry for this one for sure. But you didn't. I was like, dang, this guy's a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I want to move on uh, to the whole spiritual aspects of our humanity. Um, This is where we're talking about meaning, purpose in life, Mm -hmm. love, you know? Yeah. Um, How many of you out there still haven't understood the meaning of life? haven't understood your purpose like why you're here on earth you know and maybe even not even understand truly what love is yeah you know it's it's something that a lot of people actually deal with mm-hmm. and i'm still like on i mean i don't think we actually i don't think we'll ever get to the point where we fully have clear understanding of these things but i think just making a decision that you want to know more about like okay yeah what is love embark on the journey what is the meaning of life yeah Yeah. why am i here i think along the way you start to get some answers and some clarity on that yeah as long as you're moving and you're not just yeah you know what i mean like if you're moving towards that if you're embarking on the journey of discovering what these things are like what is your purpose what does love truly mean you know what i mean and I, I think then you you will get answers. But if we just stay stuck and we don't move, then how can we ever discover anything? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, in the book of John, it says, uh, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And I think there's a lot of it. So it talks to the health of things in that, you know, just like just like health is a journey like. Mm-hmm. There's a process, yeah. Your spiritual growth and and like re- rekindling, like that connection between your mind, soul, and body. It is a process, yeah. You know, like one of the my transformational, um, the times that I like I started the transformation process. I accepted Jesus Christ as my savior. Like one thing that I think we can all agree in is that we're all faulty. Like we all have our faults. Yeah, for sure. Like we screw things up. Like as a human race, we screw things up. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's so much evil in our hearts. Mm. Like mm-hmm. if you really just sit and think about the things that come across your mind when that you have no control over and like man like how can I think these thoughts? Yeah. You know? Like especially as a kid, like I would have some weird thoughts like I I remember just driving with my parents we'd be on the freeway and like I'd get the thought of just opening the door and jumping out. Oh, you're crazy it's weird you know like just, i never had thoughts like that babe yeah, i don't know weird thoughts. i don't know you were a weird kid no, I'm just no, kidding. Yeah. some of my teachers uh recommended i see a therapist <laughs> but uh just just weird thoughts you know like there's a lot of darkness i mean just to look at the murder yeah. rate no for sure um just like people hurting people you know just chaos and violence yeah like the human heart can be very dark yeah i think if we're not being mindful of like what we're thinking about 
our minds for sure i mean the number one place it goes goes to is like dark places or dark thoughts or like yeah, maybe like they're not even dark deep. but they're just they're not beneficial yeah. to us you know what i mean yeah. and i think you have to be intentional about like what you're thinking about yeah you have to be intentional about what you're thinking about you have to be intentional about you know growing in in this area like a uh, spirituality yeah you know where yours is like because like yeah like you said the, the natural mm-hmm. in us yeah is dark you know yeah. like if i don't intentionally trying to try to love on you i intentionally will get annoyed by you and i, I get, <laughs> I, get I, I get like where oh, i don't want to be so around sweet you. <laughs> and you no know, no and real talk like we've had those moments i've had those yeah. moments where like I, ha- I have to be reminded, hey, like you're so blessed, like you have a beautiful wife, beautiful children, like focus on what you have and improving that because mm. I would get lost in my mind. And sometimes I get lost in my mind, like what I don't have, like what I need to 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 have, you know, boy, you blessed <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm just kidding. Babe. So I'm you. like, um, it, it's a process. It, it's just like. It's not easy, not easy. So for me, it was just like I got to a point where like I recognized, okay, like my level of thinking screwed up. I'm done. Like I like I'm making a mess of things. And I think it's I think every single one of us at one point in our lives reaches that point. Like yeah, the very bottom of life. And like all right, so this is it. Like what do I do? Like how can and it's hard to see yourself out of that. Yeah, that's where that hope comes in. Like where you, where where like my faith comes in. Like you don't have to stay there. Mm-hmm. Like there's a hope for the future. Yeah. You know, that, that looks a lot better than your past does, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, that's what I fell in love with the whole idea of Jesus. Hey, he took me like as an imperfect, ugly Just mess. Just as you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says like, you don't have to stay there. I don't love you because um, you go to church on Sunday. I don't love you because you do good things. I love you because I love you mm-hmm. because I have a heart for you. Yeah. As screwed up as you are. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Ugh, and, I love God. And as I continue to mess He's things amazing. up, it's like, all right. Like, obviously, we suffer the consequences of our own mistakes. You know, um, for every uh, action, there's a reaction. Yeah. And so we, we get to experience that. But, like, we don't have to stay in those places. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it's interesting. I got some information about from the a government website, actually. <laughs> the Department of Veteran Affairs. Um it says, what does spirituality have to do with health? It says, research has found that religion and spiritual may, uh, spirituality may affect a range of health issues. Physical health, people who attend weekly services with a supportive community have longer lifespans. That's pretty interesting, right? Yeah. I keep telling my buddy about community, you know, just being in touch with other people. Like, like. That's why church is so important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know we had a, a lot of people who watch um online sermons and that's great and all but like there's there's an aspect of just like being in touch with people and yeah communities. for sure it, it definitely building yeah. relationships yeah. and knowing that you're not alone like you know what i mean because yeah. like even though you're watching a sermon you can still feel alone once you shut off the computer or your phone or the tv or whatever but when you're at church and you're in with a community of, like with people um 
you i mean you're socializing you get to build relationships yeah. and then as you build relationships you have people you could confide in people that could be praying with you about things and and you could vent to them you know what i mean not bottle things up and yeah. keep them to yourself yeah absolutely which is i mean that's a necessity yeah, i feel like yeah. and you're speaking to mental health and it says right here as well uh spirituality can mean building meaning and connection meaning and connection are central to mental health having them can build optimism and reduce depression anxiety mm. and post-traumatic stress uh, spirituality can help individuals manage problems like chronic pain heart disease diabetes arthritis and stroke uh, for example having spiritual practice can help people tolerate pain and function better that's crazy like just overall just living a better quality life like yeah. how that spiritual side that's how you know god knew what he was talking about in his word yeah oh, when he talked yeah. about being community and fellowship. yeah 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 and see like a lot of people take the bible as like strict um, word like these are rules you have to follow this and, that. and that's what turns off a lot of people yeah from from the faith but what it really is is like god a engineer the designer the creator of this human body knows how it works like the brain scientists study the brain they don't fully understand it mm -hmm. but god does and so there's certain things that, that he talks about and said, this is wise to do this, to do that. He knows what he's talking about. It's contrary to our, to our like desires of our flesh, like our, like to our own like understanding, mm -hmm. but there is positive ramifications when we do things the right way. Yeah. So it's for our benefit that a lot of the stuff he talks about. Now, we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Like for myself, um, I've always been very rebellious. And so like, even though you tell <laughs> you're me. You're telling is, me you're hard headed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> so like you tell me I have to do things a certain way. I want to try the other way. Yeah. And experience it to just to see how it works out. Yeah. And so I've learned a lot of ways not to do things. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I've learned like the ultimate. There's only one right way to really get through life. Yeah. You know. And so it's been very, very painful just learning <laughs> the hard way. Hey, and if and that's what you're into, hey, uh, just embrace the pain, embrace the 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 consequences. But that that's just life, you know. Yeah. You know, do you do things the right way, and right things happen. Yes. You know, and so it, it's been for us. I think you know, in our journey in life, it's been super important to to stay connected. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not a perfect journey. Like, no, we have a lot of seasons where we have to be reminded, hey, like, you need to work on your spiritual side. Yeah. You need to work on your spiritual side. I think we keep each other on check about that. Yeah. I think we start getting ugly with each other. We start getting ugly about life. You know, you very often remind me too, like, hey, man, like, you're being really negative. And like, <laughs> that's, that's like my, my symbol, like my, my sign to say like okay like what am i doing wrong like yeah. what do i need to improve on yeah how about yourself how about myself what yeah. like what like when do you get to the point like what are some things that happen where you get to a point where like oh i need to work on my spiritual side oh when i feel like i'm running out of patience with the kids when i see myself like i'm wearing myself thin and i feel like just the simplest of things bugs me like then i know i'm like oh man like i usually don't get bothered this easily about little things 
So if I'm feeling this way, it has to do because I don't have inner peace. And because I don't have inner peace, which only God can give me, then I don't have the patience I need for you or for the kids or for anything that I need to face or for anybody else around. And then I'm like, I don't feel like I'm functioning to the best of my ability because right. I know I'm a loving person. And when I'm not acting in a way that I'm being loving, I know I'm having an issue because I'm like, this is not like me. I don't, I, I don't like to behave this way. I don't like sure. to be on edge. And if I'm on edge, I know there's a problem. And the problem is I haven't read my word. I haven't been connected in prayer with God lately. And I need to be spending more time with him. I need to worship. I need a something, you know, I need to fill myself up with more of him so that I could overflow with love and kindness for those around me, including yeah. you and the kids. Yeah. Now, like, what what is you? Mean you mentioned worship. Some people might not oh, understand for me, that. It's what like, does that look like for you? What does it mean to you? What does it look like? Well, worship is anything in which you are thinking about God as you're doing. So it could be, I mean, it could be prayer. It could be uh, listening to worship songs or singing to God. Just any time that you're spending time with God or have God in your thoughts, you're doing things as if you're doing it unto Him. That's worship. God considers that worship. And so, I mean, I could even be washing dishes and I'm singing a worship song and I'm worshiping God. That's worshiping God because I'm thinking of him. He's on my mind and I'm asking him to fill me up with more of him so that I could go on about my day, you know, the way he would want me to, as opposed yeah. to acting in more like in my negative emotions that could come and go because emotions come and go. They go up and down. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if yeah. I'm just running with my emotions, my yeah. day could look all kinds of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think we, I think we all have to come to the conclusion where like, we can't trust ourselves. We can't trust yeah. our emotions. You can't trust our thinking. Yeah, no. I think the be- uh, the sooner we come into into uh, it's uh, into, the realization. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and understand that reality. Yeah, the sooner we can understand that, like we can't do life alone. Like no. that, like it, it's it's hard. Yeah, you know, like I, just, I mean, even with God, life is hard because I mean, God yeah. God cannot do things for you. You got to do yeah, your like, part. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, like when you're disconnected completely from God, it's like 10 times harder because you just, I mean, emotions yeah. are just like tossing you like the waves, you know what I mean? Back yeah. and forth. And you just, I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm drowning in my emotions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I encourage you, even if you're in a place, if you're listening and you're in a place where like, you don't really know what, you know, this walk of loving Jesus and loving God. Like, like what? Did, I don't really understand that, but I kind of feel like there is a God, a higher power. Just talk it out. Like, just let it out. Just talk. If you're by yourself, just talk it out as if God's listening to you because he is. Yes, he is. And, like, I remember, like, I used to think, like, my prayers had to look, like, so specific, like, mm-hmm. and so sanctified, and, you know? <laughs> like, now I was, like, I, I, like... I remember when we first started dating, you'd be, like, you pray because I don't know how. And I'll be, like, what do you mean? All you got to do is just, like, talk from your heart. Yeah. And you would feel, like, intimidated. I but mean, But now it's so beautiful to hear you pray yeah. because you just know that it's just... It flows from the heart, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, and it's so, so I mean, simple. generally, just overall, it's healthy to 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 talk things out whether it's yeah. to someone else or just let it out yeah. in your mind talking to yourself but it just adds another level of 
of peace when you know that hey there's there's someone there's a guy listening to you and hearing yeah. you out and so like i have moments where i'm like frustrated about life where like i'm talking to god and i'm like raw like <laughs> i don't filter myself so I, like some word bad words slip out and some cursing comes out and i'm like you know god you know this is in my heart like i'm not trying to hide anything i'm just kind of, i'm being real with you this is how i feel and like yeah i'll just let it out and i tell god exactly how i feel and why i'm why i'm pissed at him and like how <laughs> how life looks right now and like and i just keep it real you know and like i come to my senses and actually when everything comes out and i feel like, like i'm sorry god yeah <laughs> you know forgive me lord yeah and so sanctify me <laughs> yeah and it's beautiful to be able to have that relationship you know like you don't feel like oh you're going to go to hell if you really tell them how you feel yeah no i think yeah. that's the best thing you could do is just be vulnerable and be real because god already knows it anyway he just wants you to hear it yourself he wants you to hear yourself speaking what you really feel i think in the moment that you start opening up your mouth and your words start flowing out you really start realizing where you're at mentally and emotionally you're like whoa where did that come from yeah. like i didn't even know i really felt that way until i started speaking like you know what i mean yeah i've had moments like that like just recently um you know when we were on the phone the other day and i was like i thought i was fine and then i was like all of a sudden i was like yeah but this and this and out of nowhere i was just like oh my god and i started crying and i was like whoa like afterwards i was just like i was relieved that i let it out and it hurt as i was speaking about it but it, i felt so like i felt relieved afterwards but i was kind of taken back like wow I, I didn't think i felt that way like i honestly thought i wasn't gonna handle things that way you know what I mean? And when I did, I was just like shocked. You kind of want to share in depth about that. Yeah. About what it was you, you were feeling and what it was you were Yeah. About. Well, so <laughs> Daniel and I have been trying to get pregnant. Uh, we want to have another baby. And, oh, I don't want to get emotional. But um, um, recently, I, I thought that maybe, you know, I guess every single month that it's not happening and I realize it's like I'm not pregnant again, it hits me. And I'm just like, I feel devastated as much as throughout the month I've been fine. Everything's been fine. I keep myself busy. You know, I either I, I stay social with people or I get involved with the kids and their school and stuff like that. And I'm busy with Nathaniel with therapies and things like that. It's like, and then all of a sudden when this time of the month comes where it's like it's either I'm pregnant or I'm not, I'm like, I start kind of feeling like a little bit of anxiety, but I try to put it off. I try to ignore it. And I'm like, no, stay busy, stay busy. So I try to stay busy. But the moment that I find out for sure I'm not pregnant, it like it hits me. Last month, I think, was the worst. I like, I mean, I felt really like depressed about it. And and just feeling like I had so many questions like, God, what does this mean? Like, this is, is this a no? Does this mean, you know, that we're just not going to be able to have babies? Is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with Daniel? It's like so many questions, right? And then this month came around and I was like, I was really feeling optimistic about my emotions and that I was going to handle it better. So I was like, all right, even if I'm not pregnant, I'll be fine. You know, and I was like, it's fine. Like, I got time on my hands right now. Right now that the kids are older, I have time to myself. And I was trying to put myself in a position where I was going to accept the reality if, if, if the reality was that I was not pregnant. So I was like, 
you know, if I'm not pregnant, that just means I have more time to myself. I could do these things and that, you know, and this and that, whatever. But then when the moment came, I was fine. And then Daniel and I talked on the phone. I was like, hey, I was like, so I'm not pregnant again. And he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, no. Um, And then he's like, and then out of nowhere, it just <laughs> I just broke down. I just broke down and I started crying. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know why I'm crying. I, I could have sworn I wasn't going to cry this time, you know. And it was just like, but I as afterwards, I was just like, wow, I guess I still feel the same way. I still feel devastated as much as I was trying to prepare not to feel that way, you know? And, and now it's kind of like we're in this, we're on this journey right now of just kind of trying to figure out what God wants. Like I feel the desire to be a mother again to another child. And it's such a deep desire that it's like before, after I had Nathaniel, um, like after I had Nathaniel, I was fine. Like I'll hold other babies. Of course, they're cute. And I enjoy children. I love children. Like I love spending time with them and just being goofy with them. I am very playful and my kids could testify to that. I become a kid with them, which I feel like sometimes I feel a little bit embarrassed of how much of a kid I become with kids. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? And so but all of a sudden I start in the beginning of the year, I started feeling this deep, deep desire to be a mom again. And so now when I hold a baby, it's different. It's like, I could do this again. Like, I have it within me. I have the energy. I have yeah. the time, you know? Yeah. And so we're on this journey right now, though. So, yeah. well, we will see. And, and we'll it, keep you guys updated, yeah. I guess, and now it, that you guys know. And just, just to wrap that part up, it's, it's easy to get stuck in the mind, the mindset of, like, uh, like or being angry. Yeah. And, I think I was just, I get frustrated. You no, know, but, like... I think you like like I was telling you. Let's just focus on the fact that maybe there's a reason why. Yeah. That we don't fully understand right yeah. now, and then maybe just the times not. And right. that's the crazy thing. Like my mind knows that if God is not allowing it, it's for a reason, and I trust God. But I mean, just as much as I believe in God, I am human and imperfect, and so emotions do hit hard at times and there's those wave of emotions but that's what i'm talking about when i start feeling those waves of emotion is when i'm like oh gosh this just means i need to hold on tighter to god to get clarity from his perspective and not my own yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah because um yeah the the alternative just turning away from from our faith is just for us it's not an option because we know what that looks like yeah you know i i didn't grow up in church and i don't know what it looks like to live a life uh kind of lost in trying to figure it out on my own yeah it, it, it just and and from what the people i've talked to in their own journeys like it just almost never works out yeah like, it's 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 crazy but i want to leave you with a first thessalonians first thessalonians five twenty three again it says now may the god of peace make you holy in every way and make your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. So I'll leave you with that. Any last words? No. I just hope you guys enjoyed this episode and the vulnerability <laughs> shared. Michelle, <laughs> we love you guys. Live to the fullest. Love unconditionally. Discover the best of your life. Yeah.